It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thursday night, I like to call it Weekend Eve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you doing? Our French romantic Simon Marcel is here. Hello, Simon. Bonsoir. Bonjour, Angie Taylor, Hello. American realist. Oh, thank you. Yes. So we are all about speaking of real and romance. That's our show. Dating, love, romance, relationships. And we want to hear from you tonight. 855-905-8255. If you need any advice mm-hmm. from me and Simon, or if you just want to comment on anything we're talking about tonight as well. Simon. I wanted to bring this up to you because there is an interesting statistic about when is the most popular time of year to propose to someone. And, you know, I know like the fall, the winter, cuffing season and the holidays, you always want to be in a relationship. I feel like people like to snuggle up, you know, hibernate for the winter with someone. Netflix and chill. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so true. So true. Yes. Right. So is there a better time to propose to someone? The holidays are kind of a big deal when it comes to proposals. And um, I don't know if that's a great idea or not. I think it kind of depends on the couple. If it would be me, I would not do it in the holidays. You would not do it during the holidays? No, no. Why not? Because the holidays, whether you're Jewish like me, it's Hanukkah, whether you're Christian, it's Christmas or whatever. These holidays have a religious aura. Yeah. Right? Right. And I think, for me, the time of romance is starting December 31st. Uh, New Year's Eve. Yes. Okay. Well, and f- on from there. Okay, so you wouldn't want to. Um, I agree with you for a couple of different reasons, though. And I want to talk about proposals over the holidays, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, yes. whatever it is. Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, and romance. And right now the topic is proposals over the holiday. Mm-hmm. Marriage proposals over the holiday. And the reason I bring this up is because, Simon, there is a uh, study out that says Christmas Eve uh-huh. is officially the most popular day of the year to propose. Are you serious? Yes. I mean, wedding season still takes place mostly in the summer. Right. Um, most men and women choose to get down on one knee, one knee over Christmas Even over Valentine's Day, that's even more. A new survey found that 31% of those interviewed thought that Christmas Eve was the best day. When asked what makes a good proposal, most people still prefer a traditional will you marry me on one knee over the like big stadium. But the Christmas thing... Simon, you said you would not do it. No, no, I would not. I would do it on December 31st and any day after that. Okay. Because, like I said, Christmas, Hanukkah, any, as a religious aura around those couple of days, and I just don't. It's a different aura than romance. And you said you agree with me, but you didn't give me your reasons. Well, I agree with you for a few reasons. Yes, I mean, I think there's a whole other celebration going on here. Um, and uh, maybe I'm selfish in that if you propose to me, I want that to be our special day with nothing else going on. It's yes. our day that we got engaged. Not that it's Christmas, not that it's New Year's Eve, not that it's Valentine's Day. It's our day on a Tuesday, on any day, Um, just because I want to be the focus. I want us to be the focus. I don't want the focus to be on, hey, we're engaged. Let's all open presents and see what Uncle John got us or whatever. Um, Also, from what I understand, and I'm not sure state by state how the laws go, it's not very smart for men to propose on a Christmas or a birthday because... If you try to get the ring back, let's say there's a nasty breakup. Let's say she cheated on you. Right. And you bought her this amazing ring, and you're like, I want the ring back. She doesn't have to give it back by law because if it's Christmas or birthday, that is considered a gift. 
Oh. And not sort of a promise. Oh, but I, I mean, I know it's different everywhere, but I've heard that in, in a lot of states. Right, right, so that's right. a gift on that day. So be careful if you're not quite <laughs> sure what's going to go down. Wait a few extra days. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's nice to have your whole family there and all your friends. I understand that part of it. Um, my husband and I got engaged in January. What day? Like January 14th or okay. 15th. So way after Christmas. Way after Christmas. And so the next time we saw our friends and family, it was a celebration just for us. Not because it was also Christmas or also something else. But you, So you plan on purpose not to do it before that date? What do you mean? Like Jason planned, you think, not to ask you during the holidays, but so... He didn't want to ask during the holidays, no. Exactly. But he, but he wanted to ask soon. Soon. So he waited until after. So Okay, so it was a conscious decision from him yeah. not during the, holi- during the holidays. Not during the holidays. And I'm Got glad it. he did. Listen, he could have proposed to me anyway, and I would have been like, yes, I don't care. But I'm glad that he did it the way that he did. So I want to hear from our listeners. Um, it's intriguing. What do you think about a Christmas proposal Christmas Eve. I understand you want your friends and family to be there. It's a big deal. Um, Or did it happen to you and you wish it would have happened a different way? Let's talk about it. Are you planning to propose on Christmas Eve? I hope I didn't discourage anyone, but it's very (laughs) popular for a reason. So what do you think about that? The Christmas proposal next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic right now, Christmas Eve proposals or Christmas proposals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that time of year to propose. Apparently, it is the most popular day, Christmas Eve, to make that get down on one knee, will you marry me? And I want to know, what do you think of that? Would you be happy with it? Would you rather another day? Let's go to the phone, Simon. Mm-hmm. See what our listeners say. 855-905-8255. Listening in Chicopee, Massachusetts <laughs> on Mix 93.1. Here's Allie. Hi, Allie. Bonjour. Hi. What do you think about the Christmas Eve proposal? Are you single or married? I'm single. And, I mean, I would love anyone to propose to me. But, honestly... I think that it's such a magical time. Even if it is religious, everyone's feeling love at that time. You know, love for your family, love for your friends, just love is in the air. So to me, that's magical and romantic. Mm -hmm. And to make that day even more special, having someone propose to you, I think that that would be just like really, really beautiful. Ali, I just when you said that you include right all your friends and the family. Angie, uh, when Jason proposed, was just for her. So the difference between proposing on Christmas and, and any other day, mm-hmm. it's any other day. It's just about you on Christmas Day. For me, it's about family first. Well, I want I want to talk about the difference, and I um, thank you so much, Ali, yes. for calling. And I hope you get your Christmas Eve proposal yes. or whatever <laughs> day you want. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling the rendezvous and telling us your thoughts. I want to talk more because there was another proposal that just recently happened, um, a very big one that okay. everybody saw on national TV. Wow. And again, was one of those things where it should be about one thing and now it's about something else. But let's talk about that when we come back. The right time to propose and the Christmas Eve proposals next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about wedding proposals. It started because Christmas Eve, apparently, is the biggest day to propose, Simon. Apparently. We were both surprised by that. For sure. Um, I think, you know, we both have said it should be about Christmas. Why not have as many celebrations separately as possible? Why shove them all into one day when you could spread out all these amazing celebrations? You know what I mean? So that brings me to um, the recent World Series. Uh Uh-huh. 
um, and the Houston Astros won. Yes. And right after that, uh, Carlos Correa mm-hmm. on the field proposed to his girlfriend. I still, yeah. And it became this huge net. Oh my God, that's so cute. It's like the biggest. I even like even though his girlfriend obviously was thrilled. I would have been secretly like mad at my fiance because because for two reasons. You won the World Series. This is the biggest achievement of your career. This is your job. This is your life. Yes. You dreamt about it since you were a little boy. Enjoy your moment in the sun. Make it be all about you because this is your day. And the other reason would be this is your day. This is not about me at all. Like I felt like I would want a, a celebration about me because it's about the Houston Astros winning the World Series. It's not about us being engaged. I can see how you see it. You can also look at it if you're superstitious as, you know, we won and it's going to be another win with me getting engaged. Like, this is a double win. That's what win. he thinks. Yeah. And hopefully for, him. for her too, right? Uh, that it's a double know. win. Like, how much attention do you need? You just won the I'm, World I'm not Series. like that, Angie. You, you know, need more no attention. Key, so I'm, I would not do that. But some people like those, what do you call this? Grandiose. Grandiose. Yes, see? yes. I'm not one of those people. Proposal. But I love the idea of them celebrating the World Series and letting it be about him and having his moment oh. in the sun. So maybe next week propose to me and, hey, we get another celebration. That's I get all it. I'm saying. I get it. That's all I'm saying. But, hey, an engagement is beautiful no matter what. Always. Unless it's very selfish like Carlos Correa. No, come I'm kidding. On. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. Thank you for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, romance, dating, and relationships. You can find us anytime online at simonandangie.com as well if you want to send an email. And the reason I'm bringing that up at this moment is because, Simon, we were just talking about proposals over Christmas. Yes. And, you know, the Astros and the guy that proposed. And, like, just proposals during other holidays, other things are taking place. Is it cool? Whatever. Is it not? Um, And somebody sent us an email while we were talking about it to vent about their own proposal. Well, mm-hmm. kind of. I'll explain. This comes to us from Rula, listening in East Lake, Florida, on Mix 100.7, says, I was just listening to this proposal story, and I have to tell you this. My boyfriend and I got engaged over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Congrats. So happy. Yes, congrats. We're going to my family's house for Christmas. It'll be the first time we all get to tell everyone about the whole thing, celebrate with everyone, show off the ring. I'm super excited about it. Mm-hmm. However... My brother told me that he wants to propose to his girlfriend on Christmas. I think it's selfish because he knows we just got engaged and I want it to be about us and celebrating. But now he's kind of stealing my thunder. I feel like he should wait until after the holiday and just let me enjoy my moment with my family as well. What do you guys think? That's a tough one. What do you think, Simon? I think, Rula, uh, don't take it bad, but I think you're the one being selfish. You said, you know, I think it's selfish because he knows you just got engaged. I think you should be happy for him. And oh, that doesn't mean she's not happy for well, him. Well, she said that, you know, it's selfish because it he knows. I, I think she's selfish to think that he shouldn't propose on Christmas because it, it's he's planned his own life. It's not about really, in my opinion, anybody else but you and your girlfriend. Right. I mean, really. And so if your brother feels that's the day to start, you know, this huge proposal, and then for, I just think it's selfish not to appreciate that. Let me make it relatable for you. Yes. Let's say, okay, because your whole family's in Paris, right? Your okay. mom, your sister, uh, your brother, everybody's in Paris. Yes. And so let's say, you know, you live overseas. You don't get to see them every day. Right. You are engaged to an American girl that you meet here. Okay. The first time you're going to be home with her to celebrate is Christmas. Right. 
you're on your way home. You got your girl. You're so excited to show her off to the family. Everybody's going to celebrate this and be so great. Your brother calls and says, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend on Christmas. You don't feel a little bit like, oh, man, okay, we're but, supposed to okay, be like, Andy, it's, yeah. You are very smart to spin it this way because you put a great argument. It's me going to Paris once in a while. That, this this is bit, the same. But to be honest, I personally think that I would be so happy for my brother Benjamin. Of course you'd be happy. So I wouldn't care but about... But what, wouldn't there not, be a part of you that was like, can it be about me for... Do you have because, to do that on this day? I'll take your point. I don't think for me being engaged is a show. So that's why I agree for you for the, uh, uh, the fact that, you know, why need a big show? But I do believe... There's no wrong time ever if you feel it say. Oh, there's a wrong time. Do you want to be my wife? There's a wrong time. What wrong time would it be? To propose to someone at my wedding uh on on okay, well, like you know there are wrong that, times. But e- even that if I oh, just feel heck no. I just feel You propose s- when it's my wedding if you yeah, get it, down on the dance floor and propose you better get out. Oh, I would be so mad. So but wouldn't you be happy at the same time and No. Okay. <laughs> no. I guess we disagree there, but <laughs> I just feel, I, personally, maybe I'm wrong. You can't wait one day. I understand, Angie. Uh, I still think that there's no wrong day. Okay. So we say, didn't help rule at all, because um, we are on opposite sides. Like, your brother might be thinking like Simon, and it's like, hey, it's romance. I want to do it. Um, it's my life. It's my life. So good luck is all I got to say. Don't drink too much, because if I had one too many, I'd really tell him what I thought about his proposal Really, Angie? Yeah. I would be there to tell him to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. I hope everything works out regardless. And congratulations to you. Yes. To you all. You and your brother. uh, uh, Whatever, with your brother. Congratulations, (laughs) I guess. All right, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Romance, dating, relationships, and all the realness that comes with it. Simonandangie.com. You can send us an email there anytime. We'll take any questions you have. You need advice on any of those things. We would love to answer for you. Yes. So we're completely flipping this whole conversation we've had about getting engaged on the holidays. Um, this date or dump is the other side of the coin, and I'll explain. <laughs> This comes from Enrique, listening in College Station, Texas, Enrique, on Mix (laughs) 104.7. He says, hello, Simon and Angie. Hello. I've been with my girl for a little over nine months now, and I want to tell her it's over. But I'm not sure if I should do it now or wait until the holidays are over. (laughs) But the complete opposite end of the coin. Yes. End of the spectrum. Uh, The thing is, she's a holiday freak. She has all these holiday activities planned for us, and I'm dreading it more than I can ever explain. I know that sounds brutal, but it's true. I don't want to ruin her holidays, so I don't know if I should continue to date her until after New Year's or dump her now. What do you guys think? Simon, should Enrique... Uh, grit his teeth and get through the holidays, or should he end it now? Um, I'm torn on this one, Angie, because Enrique says in his email that she has planned a lot of great activities She's for them. She's a holiday freak. Right. So I don't like to hurt that. At the same time, I like honesty. Yeah. And it's early enough to do it. Is if there you, any good so, time to dump someone, though? There's really not a good time. No, there's never a good time. It's never going to feel good. I'm... A, I mean, being romantic is being honest is the same. So I would I would be inclined to dump, but I mean, right now, before. Okay. Right, because we're still almost early enough. And so I hate to dump anyway, but I, I said dump. What do you say, Angie? Okay, I'll tell you what I think when we come back. And I'll also tell you um, what my mom used to say 
every holiday season with my annoying stepfather oh, and I her plans because it's kind of along the same lines. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have a date or dump email that came in to simonandangie.com mm-hmm. um, from Enrique. said, I've been with my girl nine months now. I want to tell her it's over. She is a holiday freak, though. She has so many holiday things planned for us. Uh, I know it's brutal, so I don't want to ruin her holidays, but I don't know if I should continue to date her or not. Simon, you said dump. I said- Get it over with. Yes, being honest is being right. Be honest, so dump her now. There's no good time. Um, the fact that she's super into the holidays and has all these things planned is going to make it even worse, though. It to, does. To try to, she'll know if you're just biting your tongue through the holidays. You can tell if somebody's not into it, especially that time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was in a horrible marriage, and I remember every single year, um, you know, she would say, "I'm going to divorce, but I got to wait until after the holidays. I got to wait till after the, the, the for the kids." And I'm, the, what are the kids she's talking about? I'm like, please do it now. Just get it over with. I don't want to be in this situation anymore than you do. So I agree with Simon. Honestly, I know it's brutal and it might sound cold. It's sad. At the same time, there's no good time to dump someone. Because if you're a woman and women love the truth even more than men and you get dumped right after the holidays and you will say to him, you pretended all that time? Yes. And then you'll look back on your holidays thinking it was all a lie. Oh, yeah, exactly. A fake and, and a lie. So we both say dump. Dump. I hate to say it. Um, you're going to ruin a holiday. But then you could go, well, I can't do it in January because Valentine's Day is coming. Well, I can't do it in March because her birthday's in April. Well, I can't do it now. There's always going to be an excuse not to. Always. I, I wish he would have done it earlier when he was thinking it because mm-hmm. this isn't the first time he thought about it. So, But we wish you the best, Enrique, and we also wish the best for your um, poor ex-girlfriend. Uh, more of yes. The Rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Our phone number, 855-905-8255. If you need advice, love, dating, romance, relationships, we try to keep it real and help you out as much as we can. Uh, Our last conversation was about dumping someone before Christmas and, Mm -hmm. and really hurting them. Is there ever a really bad time to break up with someone? Do you have to go through things just to not hurt someone else's feelings? Because I feel like if that's what you do, you can always find a reason not to break up with someone. Oh, they're going through a hard time at work. Oh, you know, their cat's sister just died. Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. there's always a reason. And so Jill, our executive producer, was like, what reasons? And I said, well, what reasons do you have? And Jill, I want to hear, did you ever dump someone or get dumped at a bad time? Yeah, yeah, I dumped somebody... We were supposed to go on vacation with my family. It was like a big trip. <gasps> Family. Yeah, he was all set. He had all of his ticket booked and everything. And I was like, I just cannot take this anymore. You're not going on the trip with us. We're done. Like that. Yeah, it was. I was way younger. Wait. It was heartless. So not your good. family and you were going, uh-huh. and he was going to be with your family. Yeah. So his family wasn't going no, to. No, it was oh, just okay. my family. Woo. He was going to come. It was a big holiday trip. And you said you can't come. No. Did you refund his money? No. What do you mean? No. Savage. Savage. It was rude. I know. Because you couldn't stomach the idea of a vacation. Yeah. And him getting closer to your family. Exactly. And then having to explain all of that. And there was also another guy that was going to be there that I was interested in. Oh, now we know the real reason, Simon. I knew it. She wanted to go on vacation single. It was terrible. And uh, did you ever hear from him again? I mean, here and there, he would say, you know, oh, let's get back together. But it was over. I knew it was over for a while. I just waited till the last minute to break up with him before the vacation 
and then I just... Which makes me think of a story similar, shame on me on this one, but I remember, stupid me, two, it was 17, and uh, I used to go skiing in the French Alps. The train All back All the time. Was, every, it, every weekend I would go skiing in the French Alps. I wish, but it was just <laughs> I mean, once in a while. Oh, yeah. you, yeah. So anyway, the train ride was before the speed train, so it was about eight hours. Right. And instead of breaking up at the arrival of the, of the train, I was so upset at something... I got into the train and I forgot it was eight hours together. And I said, "You know what? I've had enough. We we finished." And, for, and then you had to sit on the train. And, that her, and, and shame on me. And her crying. And everybody thinks I'm such a jerk. Oh, and I no. said to myself, "Why did you not wait to arrive in Paris and then say it's over?" Because I don't know what. To, oh, so shame on me for this one. It goes along with your advice, though. When it's done, it's done, and like that's, let it go. That's true. But wait a couple of hours. Remember my story. <laughs> It's better to wait a couple no, hours. No, do it before you even get on the train. Right. So well, that, then don't take the, yeah, then get don't, on the train. Don't get on the or train the, together. Or the airplane. Right, exactly. Or the plane, or the cruise, or whatever it is. Oh, my God, being on a boat for a week. Oy. All Aye. right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, romance and real Simon Marcel and uh, Angie Taylor, yes. That's you. Hello. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So, Simon, I saw this story and I want to ask you what you think, uh, if this is stalking or romantic or what this means. So, okay. Lisa Bonet, the actress from The Cosby Show, Very who my husband, woman. yes, still has a crush on. Anyway, um, she just got remarried to Jason Moma, Momoa. Um, he is from the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was talking last week about how in love he's been with her. He goes, ever since I was eight years old, I saw her on TV on the Cosby show and I was like, mommy, I want that one. I said, I'm going to stalk you for the rest of my life and I'm going to get you. He joked, I'm a full fledged stalker. Uh, the couple tied the knot just last month after 12 years and two children, 10 year old daughter Lola and eight year old son Nakoa. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa Bonet is 49. She says she knew about his obsession, but he didn't tell her right away, which is probably good. Mm-hmm. If you get on a first date and say, I've loved you since I was eight, I told my mom I'm going to get you. Then you hear, let's call the police, 911. Right. So maybe the key here is, you know, how long do you wait before you show your cards to somebody? Because you may, you know, have an object of your affection. Maybe it's somebody at work that you've had a crush on forever. Maybe, you know, you've been like in love with someone forever and then you finally get to go out with them. Should you tell them on the first date? He was smart. He didn't. Yeah. Don't. Do not say those things on the first date or second date or third date because it's creepy. It's creepy. 99% of the time, if you do that, the person runs. If you said well, thinking about hot, though. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Well, but for yes, all of us who are not super hot, I would say don't do it. Don't say all of us. Well, I mean. You're a beautiful man. No, but thank you. But no, but I, my I, little I, bread I, I wouldn't feel. My little baguette. <laughs> Thank you, but I wouldn't do it. All right. Well, I want to find out how long do you wait before you tell someone how much you're really into them? Don't show all your cards right away, right? Yeah. Uh, Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. How long do you wait until you tell someone that you are dating that you were obsessed with them? You don't drop that on the first date. This old Simon goes back to the Lisa Bonet and her new husband. Uh, Her new husband is saying, I was in love with her when I was eight. I literally told my mom when I saw her on the Cosby show, I'm going to marry that woman. I'm going to get her. That's my woman. But he didn't tell her for a long time. You don't tell somebody that on the first date. So how long do you wait, Simon? Have you ever um, gone on a date with a woman? First date, Simon. Mm -hmm. And you knew all about her. 
like we all get a little obsessed before we go on a first date with someone. Maybe you're like Googling them. You're all in deep in the Instagram, like scrolling back months and months and months, looking at all the pictures. You don't tell them that on the first date, right? Well, I, I made that mistake once you did? when I was in Dallas, the friend of a friend that I saw on picture for years. And I thought, I'm so happy finally to be having dinner with you and all this. She said, why? She said, well, you know, because you're a friend of my friend. I've seen your picture and you're so beautiful. And this and that. She said, how long have you been thinking about me like this? And I said, oh, at least two years. And I think it was a big mistake. To Did that do- s- set off a flag on it, her? It, oh, yeah, like, like I'm some stalker. And I could never get out of it. And we never went out together and she disappeared. And I think looking back, I made a mistake. Because you're tipping the scales in someone else's favor where you're looking a little thirsty, right? Uh, and you're looking desperate. You're, you're losing I think your I look control desperate. at all. Yeah, it's a desperate thing. And somebody knows maybe that they have the upper hand in this dynamic. It's also because when you meet somebody for the first time, you want to be equal, right? Everybody discovers you know, the new person equally. You talk. You, right. You, you're you're say, learning about each other. You're supposed to be learning about each other. That, <laughs> organically. Right. You're not supposed to be knowing everything, sitting down going, oh my God, I've loved you for two years. And so I'd say I love you for two years, but I still, you know, I've been yeah, following but, you and this and that. don't tell them Well, that. I, yeah. I was a big goofball. I made a You mistake. learned your lesson. Big time. All right. More on uh, when to show... All your cards next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about when you first start dating someone. Mm-hmm. Listen, especially in the in the era, Simon, of uh, you know um, online dating and all these apps, you match with someone, you go on a date with them, you've done all your homework. Yep. You've you know Googled them, you've gone deep on the Instagram yes, photos. Yes, you have, yeah. Right? You stuck everything. Because you just want to make sure that who you're going to sit across the table from is who they say they are. You want to make sure they're not a psycho. And, um, you know, sometimes... We go a little further than that. This all comes from the Lisa Bonet from the Cosby Show story. Her husband said, hey, I've been in love with you since I was eight years old. I told my mom that I wanted to marry that lady on TV, that I bought all of that. But he didn't tell her on the first date because that would be scary. Yeah, I would say that. However, creepy even. she was cool with it because she he told her later and now they're married and yeah. everything's cool. And now it sounds really romantic and sweet. If it's somebody you've never met before... And they say, I've loved you since the eighth grade. Um, I went to school with you. You never saw me. And for the last 20 years, I've been stalking you online. That sounds bad. Anyone who says I've been loving you since I'm eight years old yeah, would creep me out. It would creep you out. I, um, so we were talking off the air. Our producer, Jill, did you say that yeah. you stalk someone? Um, well, I was saying that like my ex-boyfriend, he basically told me that <sighs> yes. he loved me within two weeks of meeting me, which is was a little bit weird. Two and, weeks later? Yeah. Like we met. And, and then two weeks later, he told me he loved me. Were you weird about it because you didn't feel the same way? Yeah. Or, yeah. I was like not there yet. Right? You weren't there. Yeah. But then like shortly after I was, but it was just like, whoa, this is a lot all of a sudden. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute, Jill, just for the record. How much afterwards? So he says, two weeks in, I love you. How much before you said it? Probably, I said it within like a month. But, but it was like always. What do you I say, thought, though, when somebody says, I love you? Oh, I like you, you too. Oh, I said, thank you said you. thank you? Yeah. <laughs> I did, because I didn't know what to oh say. My God. You have to say, he Dito. must have felt like. Oh. I know. Could, it was bad. Did you see the blood drain from his face a when you said bit. that? Yeah. But you caught up. Yeah. But I still like. Did you have a sort of a feeling the whole time, like you're you got one over on him, like you're in control of how things go? Yeah, and I also felt kind of like 
I have to say it sometime. I don't know when you felt I'm pressure. To, yeah, a little bit, but I mean, I eventually felt it, and that's when I said it. But it put me in a weird situation. For that sure. is that is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I like I tell the story all the time about my husband and I, our first date. I mean, we had known each other for 15 years. Backstory, in case you don't know, um, just casually through work, and had before we had our first date been on the phone every night for about six hours every night until we had our first date so i felt like i fell in love with him on the phone really and then once we had our first date he said you know i'm gonna marry you right and i was like i know and Hmm. if it were anyone else i would have ran for the hills there would be a restraining order and i would have been so freaked out by it but it's because i was inviting that energy I feel like, Simon, don't you think if you're sitting across from someone on a first date, on a fifth date, and you want to express yourself, you sort of have to read the room and see how that's going to be received before you say something? Oh, absolutely. I would even advise 99% of the time, wait a little bit. Because the person that doesn't know you, mm -hmm. that's weird. I have a rule as a woman, though, when I was dating. What is it? I would never say I love you first. I never would because, because I feel like... Um, I mean, this might sound like a stereotype or something. I feel like all men think that women are so ready to like get married, have babies, be in love that if I say I love you first, that it's like, of course, of course you do. Now I got to like be responsible. But I feel like if he says it first, then he really means it. And it's not because he feels forced into saying it because I did. That might sound crazy. But I, I, I get it. I would recommend the same, but my mother said, who's a big feminist, that in these days and age, women have equally the right to sell love Absolutely. You first. But I, I, would, I would do it different. So I would do it different. If I did it all over, I would tell somebody when I felt it. And then you can judge how they feel about you and decide whether or not you want to hang yeah. on or, or cut loose right yeah. there. Honesty. Always. That's the expression of love. And you can't survive a relationship without oh, it. Oh, no. Thank you, Simon Marcel. Well, you're welcome. I Angie love that. Taylor. That is a very good message. All right, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. If you missed any of our show, please check out the website, simonandangie.com. We have our podcast there. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of good conversations tonight, breaking up during the holidays. Yes. Um, that was Enrique's date or dump. Is it ever a good time to to break up and what should he do? Um, proposing. The, the other end of the spectrum, pro- proposing during the holidays, which seems to be the most common time. So Mm -hmm. if you're waiting for a ring, you might get one. And also, how long do you wait to tell someone you like them, you love them, you're super into them? And that, Simon, is where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said honesty is the expression of love. There is nothing more loving than to be honest with your partner, but your you husband, your wife. You don't want to be wife. too honest you, on the first date, though. We, we deduce that. I didn't say right away. Right away. But, but I mean, and if somebody asks, be honest. Yes. Nobody's going to ask you on the first date, are you in love with me? That, that right. would be strange. Right. Right? But the relationship base is honesty. And a lot of, a lot of that came also from how I dated when I said I, I never told a man I loved him first, even if I felt it. I was waiting for a validation there. And if I had to, to do all over again, I would have said it when I felt it, been honest, yes. because at least I would get a clear message as to if we were on the same page, instead of waiting around for someone to tell me first. That's the feminist revolution my mama was being in yeah. favor of. If, if women feel it, they can say it. They don't have to wait forever yes. to be you know, asked by a man. Right. 
Honesty is the, the expression, expression of love. love. I love that. Thank you so much, Simon. And by the way, if you want to catch up with Simon, all of his Simon says, and myself, Angie Taylor, at Simon and Angie, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, also our website, simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. More rendezvous tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.